The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerate, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message, you're good to go. Twitter, at Fred Power, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at DeGenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Missed the first hour? You didn't miss much. You just missed us talking about the big announcement. And Dana White. We're 29 minutes away. Yeah, maybe. From the big announcement. Maybe. It just depends on when Dana gets here. The grand announcement. The greatest announcement. It's the biggest I would say it's it's tremendous. How many people do you think will go, oh, that's not that big of a deal? Uh, zero. There's going to be some. I, I I was going over our list last night. I think it's the biggest announcement in the history of the show. You think so? Yeah. I think it's num- numero uno. Aaron thinks when he got hired to be the producer, that was the number one. Mm, okay. I mean, it was a big one. <laughs> Like top twenty five, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd say that's probably. Fair. Hey, I get a I get a vote in the top twenty five. Yeah, yeah. You're, I'm liberty. You're others receiving votes, probably. Yeah, you're you're just on the outside. <laughs> you're pretty much like whatever the best conference or best American foot uh, athletic conference football team. Yeah, is. you're Memphis football yeah. or yeah. Belmont basketball. Yeah, I get one vote every year. Yeah, but they didn't make the tournament. You at least made the tournament. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't get snubbed. By the way, I, I know. I know you thought they did. I know you were very upset over that. But yeah, I. Uh, you, when you play in a real crappy conference, you just got to win your tournament. I mean, that's all it boils down to. I'm still kind of just pissed off at the fact that they won the, their tournament in 2020, and then two weeks later, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, we're not going to do that anymore." Yeah, and I didn't get a T-shirt that said Belmont Basketball National Champion. Well, I don't think you would have gotten that. Anyway. I mean, they should have. They were one of what three teams that qualified? All three teams get a t- get a shirt. That's true. Hmm. They were in it. Yep, that's pretty. Lame. Your boys at Gonzaga can't even say that. No, they they qualified, but it's like me claiming that fantasy hockey championship last <laughs> year. So, yeah, I, I didn't get a t shirt though. Susie Texter, can we get a hint about the big announcement? Does it apply to the whole station or just the books? I'll give you a hint. Uh, you know what? It applies to both. It does. And it's tremendous. It's a station announcement. But it's also very pertinent to the Blitz. Yeah. I, I, it, that's the it's, hint. It's a, it's a non-hinting hint. It, it's kind of the Jesus of announcements. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it, it's, uh, it's ubiquitous. Uh, it, it impacts everything. So, yeah, that's that's what it is. All right. And it's tremendous. And somebody's like, does the announcement involve Trey? Uh, yes. Eh. Honestly, everything here involves Trey. Yeah. 
And so everything here involves a blitz. So yeah, just uh Trey's what we call the power behind the throne. Yes, he's the hand of the king. That's not a bathroom reference, is it? He's the hand of the king. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know who the king is, but he's the hand. Where is his hand in relation to the king? That's what I want to know. I'm not that way. Uh, the real Kelly Thanks, Wood. I guess. Is it true that the big announcement is that both of you are leaving your wives and getting married to each other? No. That, that's a, as Deshaun would say, that's a hard no. Yeah. My wife still actually likes me after 11 years. I don't know why. Because I put up with her crap. She puts up with mine. So, yeah. You know. I, I'm not the easiest guy to... Ah, you know what? I take that back. I'm I'm pretty laid back. I am pretty easy to live with. Yeah. As, long, as long as you don't bother, you know, don't get mad because I like to drink and smoke weed, I'm fine. Well, and she signed off on that, right? Well, you know, every, everybody signs off on everything at the beginning, and then it's... And then it always changes, right? Like, once you're married, they feel like... Then they can say, oh, well, you drink too much. Okay, you drink, you drink just the right amount. Yeah, that's how it works. I get it. So, but no, I mean, I, that's that's not it. There's no divorce coming. No divorces. Um, no, AJ's not getting hair. No, a lot of people are guessing that. That's a terrible guess. Yeah. I just said the other day, I'm very comfortable being bald. I would just say, I think that uh, you, you guys should just wait. I mean, we're 25 minutes away. Why do you have to sit there and guess? And guess wrongly, I might add. You chose poorly. Well, you'll know soon enough, and then you can speculate till the end of time. But uh, did you see, uh, this is no real shock, a little NFL stuff for you. Bleacher Report ranked all 32 uh, NFL defenses after the draft. Okay. I'm going to throw out a team name, and you tell me where they rank. Houston Texans. This is the team defense rankings? Yeah. 32. Ding, 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 ding. Man, Boy, I, you're good at this game. I am. Let's see if you can get 31. I bet you can get 31. Detroit. Detroit, number 31. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, let's see if you can do 30. I bet you won't get this one. Mm. Damn. Give me a second. Do, 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 all right, all right. I know, I know, do, I know. Do, do. Atlanta. You are correct, sir. Oh. <laughs> oh. What? That's, that's the one I thought you might miss. Let's do 29. You All ready? right. Uh, we're going to go until you miss. Let's see what 20. You, let's do 29. You got 29. The New York Giants. Oh, so close. The Jets. Yeah. If, just say New York. New York. Yeah, yeah New York. It's You're New right. York. Okay. Yeah. It's the Jets. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Number 28. The Dallas Cowboys. No, I'm sorry, sir. You won't even write city on that one. All right. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, they're that bad. Come My on, beloved man. Jacksonville Jaguars. Who's number one? Give me the top five. Yeah, yeah let me let me scroll to the good teams. I, I think we've seen enough of these guys. Yeah. Um. Boy, this is a lot of scrolling. Well, there's 32 of them, and, and they're they're all very long. They're they're very Deshaun in that. Anyway, uh, so number uno. <laughs> they like you to play with your butt. Uh, no, they they just like uh. They like to hit you in the hand really hard. Mm, number okay. one, you can guess number one. The number one defense, Tampa. Tampa. 
Okay. Correct. And they're pretty good at sports. Uh, number two on the list. The Baltimore Ravens. I'm sorry, you're incorrect. Mm. Los Angeles Rams. Oh, yeah. yeah. Number three. I don't know. I've already lost. I Why, up, well, so. Washington football. Well, you're a quitter. Yeah. Jeez. You get one wrong? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's, I went till I got them wrong on the uh, yeah. the bottom end. I mean, okay, you're supposed to get three strikes, but that's all right. Patriots four, and Ravens come in fifth. Okay, so there. Patriots fourth. Yeah, I mean, two two years ago they had a really good defense, and then all those guys opted out, and then you know they signed a bunch of uh, high profile guys. So maybe, maybe, mess a story earlier this week that. Matt Patricia might actually be the guy that replaces Bill Belichick. Is, is are the Patriots really trying to? If that happens, are they just trying to totally tank? I would think so. I, Although Matt Patricia was a good coach when he was in uh, New England. Yeah, because guess what he had? Bill <laughs> Belichick. Guess they what? always say Belichick guys when they leave New England they fall apart. But if, if he's in New England. Uh, oh, the spirit. Medina's spirit cleared for Preakness, passed its drug tests. Yeah. Do you he, think all the other horses are giving it the side eye? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're like... Is that only because horses' eyes are on the sides of their heads? Pretty much, but if they could side eye, they'd have to turn their head. And they'd, like, probably, they'd probably look at him and it's like, you meth head. Yeah. Man, you, they hate you him. You need rehab. You're a Florida horse. He's lucky Mandaloon's not there. Mandaloon might fight his ass. Honestly, Mandaloon should have should have run and tried to win the triple crown with an asterisk. Yeah, well, I mean, this one will wind up with the asterisks. I think. I don't know. He, he ain't winning the triple crown. He ain't winning tomorrow. I don't think. Uh, I, uh, uh, okay, let's do this. What are the odds if he wins tomorrow? What are the odds that they don't let him run? Oh no, he'll he'll run because they're, they'll ne- they won't get that testing thing settled for months. Oh, and we talked about this the other day. So the first thing that happens is. They test another sample, and then that takes a few weeks to come back. So they'll, they'll be chilled to the Belmont by then. Okay. And then if it tests positive, they'll appeal, and that'll drag out like a year. Oh, that's taking too long. Well, I know. It, it is. And that's, I mean, that's how they got away with freaking justified cheating to get in the Kentucky Derby because it took so long to go through the appeals process. So... Yeah, IOT, that, that guess is one that I can confirm is no way in hell. What? Certain person joining the Blitz. Yeah. Trey? That, no. Oh. No. One of your favorite people. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I can probably guess. But yeah, 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 that's not the announcement. Yeah, that definitely. Of all the things you could have guessed, that, that's a terrible guess. Yeah, most, most of them, you know, we'll just say, eh, maybe, maybe that one. No, no way in hell. Better chance of me getting a sex change. <laughs> that, that, that odds are actually uh, better on that. Yeah, on that uh, prop. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, they're both pretty long. They are. Well, but that's why your sex change would take a while, and not as long as Deshaun. There's that. Um, no shame in that, Fred. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's really difficult for me to air hump when I pull the towel off. Just it's, it's all about the hips. Just fire your hips. Yeah, I guess I guess as Lance would say, he has twitchy hips. Yeah, 
If he's <laughs> the problem. Yeah. And honestly, like part of his defense could be like he could go back to the draft write up that Lance did on him and say twitchy hips and say that's all it was. I've got twitchy hips. Yeah. That, you know what? Rusty Harden put that in your notebook. You're welcome. Yeah. There, there's one of your defenses. Oh man. <laughs> that's uh I, again, getting it, getting all this stuff in my head, I, it's got to stop. It does. I just, I want this thing to be over, which I'm sure some of those masseuses said. Yeah. Four hour show. Ooh. I don't know if I want to do a four hour show. Well, you'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I only got one more segment to sit through, guys. Yeah. I mean, have some patience, will you? Oh. You know what's going to happen? Is it like 528, Dana White's going to walk in? Yeah. And you guys are just going to have to wait. It's gonna bump. Now you're letting people think that we planned it. You know how many conspiracy theories it's gonna are going to be? Big conspiracy therapists are out there. Oh, there's a lot of so conspiracy. Angry. There's a lot of conspiracy therapists. And plus, out there's there. only like 200 people on Twitch. We thought it was going to be like, yeah, I, they yeah, don't. I mean, they don't care about the biggest announcement in the history of the show. That's right. Yeah. All right, quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. The Blitz, the Blitz on ESPN, ESPN. 97.5. All right, let me tell you guys about my good friends over at Carbock. You want some great beer, whatever the occasion, Carbock has you covered. Uh, you know, a lot of people getting ready for their summer vacay. Uh, they've got a ton of great beers for the summer, including the ranch water if you don't want beer. Ranch water is going to be great for the river or the lake. Low carb, uh, easy drinking, smooth. And they've got the variety pack, four different flavors, agave lime, Meyer lemon, watermelon, and prickly pear, all delicious and all available in that four pack or in that, uh, that mixed pack. Uh, and if you, if you are into the beer, Love Street, Crawford Bach, Hopadillo, uh, the Light Circus, these are all great summertime beers. Get down to your local grocer and find your favorites right now and if you don't know which one to choose go to Carbach, try them all because they're all available there and have yourself a great meal while you're at it and then go to the grocery store and get whichever one you want that's the way to do it follow them on facebook instagram and twitter to see the latest goings on with the brewery and the restaurant and when you're out and about this weekend grab yourself some Carbach. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. One segment away from either Dana or the big announcement. One or the other. There will be something big at 5.30. Speaking of big, and I blame Aaron for this, um, apparently this whole idea of Movies where if an asteroid's coming towards Earth, they can blow them up and stop them from killing us. Uh, With lasers? Well, nuclear weapons, things of that nature. Uh, Apparently, they claim that uh, it would take at least five, maybe ten years in advance for us to know what to do to try to stop one of these things. Mm. And they move so fast that that's... I mean, shouldn't they just plan on that now? Well, that's the thing. Just me... If I were them, I'd start thinking ahead. Some of these alien spaceships that they allegedly have, uh, you know, been rebuilding or reverse engineering is what they say on ancient aliens. Yeah. 
Uh, shouldn't you have those things out patrolling for these asteroids to knock them out of the air? You would think. Just a thought. Yeah. But so the world is going to wind up ending. Uh, Disco Dog, the announcement is Jim of the Day song is being inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm, maybe. maybe. Uh, intense stare down at UFC 262 at the weigh-ins. Uh, here's the big announcement. Dana White's going to come in wearing a blue shirt. Okay. Not a black shirt. So, uh, Michael Chandler Chan- uh, and uh, Charles Oliveira got nose to nose. And Michael Chandler said a lot of words to Charles that I'm sure he didn't understand. But uh, <laughs> he's, it's going to be a fun fight. It's intense. I'm excited, man. It's a, it, it, Maybe I'm more excited because Charles was a teammate for so long, but I, I, I just think it's a fun fight on paper. It's just a really fun fight. Um, and speaking of UFC... Chris Weidman, who, if you guys remember, um, had the nasty leg injury about three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, You'll be glad to know he's walking on his leg three weeks after the injury. How about that? Got some crutches and getting around a little bit. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty gnarly injury. Yeah, that was that. that, I, I don't know what it is about me now, but I get I get squeamish when I see those things. Ooh pretty nasty so uh, it just there's certain injuries I, I just don't want to see them ever again and that's i don't need to see that replay ever again i uh i, I don't know if you watched any of the saturday night live with elon musk um i, I certainly wasn't interested but do you see what's happened since he's been on he's reportedly lost 20 billion dollars in bitcoin yeah yeah. Uh, but he doesn't care about that 20 Well, minutes. actually, he also his stock in Tesla and SpaceX went down. But his... Uh, I say he doesn't. Like, Dogecoin, Dogecoin and Bitcoin and Tesla all lost value. Even the, the richest guys, they care when they lose $20 billion. He's the third richest man on the planet, just slightly ahead of Bill Gates at one, $127.6 So $20 billion in losses... That's still significant. There's no, there's no way to it's get around too that. Damn hot. So his his worth was an estimated 166 billion at the time of of appearing on the uh, on SNL, and apparently, I don't know if it's hosting skills, but uh, Dogecoin fell more than 30 percent within 24 hours. So, I guess a lot of people watched and you know, decided to get out, but. Uh, I mean that is that's pretty amazing though that you could lose that much and still have 140 something yeah. billion dollars. Oh, Jelly says heading to gamble almost out of range. Hurry, we can't we can't speed up time. I'm not a time traveler. Uh, I'm an ancient astronaut theorist, but that doesn't mean I can, you know, create wormholes to zip through time so that we could do the thing in, you know, it's 10 minutes away. 9 minutes. Yeah. See, I just I just sped up time for you. Do you know who you you mentioned the that Elon Musk is the third richest guy in the world, Bill Gates is fourth, and we all know Jeff Bezos is first. Do you know who number two is? Is it uh, Bezos's ex wife? No, Bernard Arnault, who is the French owner of LVMH, which is. Louis Vuitton, Moet, and Hennessy. Like a luxury goods brand. 
That's pretty impressive. And honestly, it yeah. says here his net worth is just over. Uh, it, it's four point two billion less than Bezos. Wow! So he's closer to Jeff Bezos than he is to Elon Musk. And well, and Bezos though he gave away half of his. That's true. Divorced. There are so he's already built that back up. There are seven people worth more than a hundred billion dollars in the world, and uh, the Mark Zuckerberg's fifth, Warren Buffett's sixth, Larry Ellison is seventh, and then everybody else is pretty much poor. Like Larry Page only has ninety nine point three billion. Bum, Google guy. Him and Sergey Brin. IoT says the Saudis have more than Bezos, but they don't report it. I, well, I would, that's wise. Yeah, I believe that. You know, else might have more drug dealers. Yeah, the cartels. Well, more than thirty or one hundred eighty-seven billion. Well, remember those houses that were just filled with money? Yeah, and, and you know they, they they burn money. I bet you. I bet you they're worth a lot. Yeah, I think one hundred eighty-seven billion is. Eh, I don't know. For, I don't know. I mean, it's a good hustle if you can get that drug dealing, but uh, you'll be glad to know the Angels have activated Anthony Rendon. Oh, good. So, just in time to not play the Astros. Yeah, Astros get to play the Rangers, who stink. Yeah, they uh, they got uh, the Astros got a win last night. A hard fought one. Uh, it looked like Chris Chris Javier was showing up, but, and then he settled down, and then he became Javier again. Yeah, um, yeah, he got. He gave up three runs in the first three innings and then four scoreless. Yep. So uh, I, you'll take that outing. So HBK says Jamie Jamie Gertz is one of the richest actresses in the world. Well, yeah, she came up a few weeks ago. Yeah, we talked about her. I, I don't know why she came up, but you know because she used to be hot and Twister. But uh, she she like is co owner of the the Hawks and yep, she's got to go ton on of money. Yeah, but that's also because she married. A guy who well, she, married, she was the rich in the relationship, and she spotted him some money, and then he got mega rich. Yeah, so hey, a good investment. Is it is a good investment. Yep. And you know, she, she ever wants to uh, downgrade? I'm her guy. You're her guy. I mean, significant downgrade, but you know, uh, sometimes women do that, right? Yeah. Never. It's it's been known to happen. Never. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so uh, yeah. I, there you go, losing $20 billion in a week. and I mean, you don't even feel it. It's like Deshaun getting a pinky. You know, it's, not, it's not even a full finger. The announcement, Fred is moving to Canada as the program director for all public radio in Newfoundland. He'll Ooh. still do a daily segment on the Blitz. Fred's not an actual Canadian, so he's not eligible for that no. job. Oh, geez, no. Holes Only are... a Canadian could hold that job. Huh. Just take off. Which is racist to me. But. I, yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of that law. I'll just say that. It's a good thing. I, I want to stay in America. I, I'm an American. I mean, that's... Uh, I, I mean, I, I get the the meaning behind it. I mean, it, it makes sense. And it, we've talked about it before. It's called the Canadian content law, where a certain amount of your content on radio has to be Canadian generated. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for somebody who do, does what I do to go up there and get... I mean, I have to sit out for a year, basically. So you'd have to become a real Canadian. Yeah, and, and then, you know, get my um get my citizenship and everything else. And it just it's not worth it. I mean, that's another year of my life. COVID just stole a year of my life. 
I don't want to. I don't want to give up another one, just so I can go and work in Newfoundland. So, oh, geez, you know what's coming up now? There's a bear in the middle of the street, eh? Oh, watch out for that bear! <laughs> yeah, that that's that's the kind of radio I'd be doing. Oh, that bear's a dickweed. Oh, don't think I can say dickweed on air up here. Oh, geez. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, guess what, guys? We've made it. Next segment. The big secret announcement will finally come out. Yeah. We'll finally tell you what we've been holding back for all these years. Unlike Deshaun. Unlike Deshaun. All right. Quick break. Simple it's at ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Trophy winner and college football hall of fame, Mike Rozier, and you're listening to ESPN The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. And it is time. Crank that up a little, Aaron. Yeah. Come on, that doesn't get you in a good mood. Gotta love some zombies. Yeah! Oh, this is just the instrumental, huh? Yeah. No. Oh. There we go. There we go. All right, we can stop playing. Zombie, around. zombie, probably one of the better workout. Uh, I guys. love it. I love, I love that band. All right, do it. All right, uh, here is the big announcement. All right, that's enough. Okay, really, that's enough. All right, the announcement is. Oh, it's even kind of crazy to say it. Uh, I am leaving the show. Uh, I am leaving the station. I have accepted another job uh, out of market. So um, I have been here for 11 years. We've been doing this show together. 11 years this month, in fact. Uh so it's it's been a good run, and the the one thing I will say is not very many people get the opportunity to leave radio jobs, much less radio, on their own terms. And uh, I am lucky to be in a position to do it. So uh, I, I'll be around for a while. It's not like this is my last show or something like that. Uh, I I think I'm going to be here through the end of July. Um, but uh, yeah, starting in August, I will be in uh, in in sunny Las Vegas. So, uh, but I of course I love you guys. I appreciate everybody 
uh, who's been along for the ride for 11 years. And uh, it's it's been fun, man. I, I, I don't think anybody thought our show would last as long as it did because no, no. anybody who's, who knows sports radio knows that Shows don't last as long as ours has. Uh, it just it just doesn't really happen in our business. So uh, it, it was it was uh, it, it was a, a treat to to be able to to work with the same dude and and, and really the same handful of guys. You know, Aaron and Jong uh, and Tepper, who was obviously instrumental in, in putting us together. Uh, but to work with you guys for for as long as we did was uh, was pretty pretty special, I think. And I I'm gonna go out on a limb and say no one in any time soon is gonna put together the kind of run that we've had. I, I would agree. And yeah, you know, first off, I, I want to just say I support AJ in this 100. percent And it's not that I wanted to get rid of him. Believe me, uh, the last thing I wanted to do is start over at 56 here. But, uh, and I actually gave some thought to, you know what, this is, this might be a good time for me to go to, you know, we've had a great run, uh, but I, I have, as a secondary announcement, I'm going to stay around for another, at least two and a half years now, uh, because I talked with David Gow and, and with, uh, and Todd, and we're all kind of on the same page, uh, about things. And I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed to see it in because it has been a fantastic run. But you know what? It's not like you know this is an ugly divorce. I mean, my hope is that AJ is going to become the new RJ for us on Fridays and do uh, and do stuff from there. Uh, during and hopefully, you know, whoever the new host is will be okay with it because if they're not, I won't hire them. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, so I'm I'm not doing radio. Uh, I mean, I actually I may do some radio, but that's not the that's not what my job is going to be. Uh, not my my main role uh, is going to be. In fact, I've got a fancy uh, a fancy title. Uh, I am a- executive vice president and director of digital content. That sounds fancy, yeah, right? Yeah, you know what? Now I got to go to David Gow and say I want to be executive you, you, vice president, yeah. not just vice president. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but it's a it's it, listen the 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 sports betting uh, world. I don't know if you guys have followed the news on this stuff, <laughs> but the sports betting world is just blowing up at a point where I mean, there, there's there's numbers getting pushed around that I that are even mind boggling to me. Uh, as it's become legalized in more states, it's getting bigger and bigger, and the the money is just getting out of hand. And um, I, I was offered some uh, some money that's just too good to uh really not just money but an opportunity that's too good to pass up on uh so it's uh it's bittersweet man you know i i i've i love this place uh but yeah it's uh it's it's it really is an incredible opportunity for me so um you know it, it there is it while it sucks it's also you know it's it's a happy thing for me too yeah it's uh it's funny, and, and we'll have plenty of time to do all the emotional stuff. Although I, I admit, hit me a little bit there. It's official. Yeah, you know? long damn time. It has been but, a long time. But, I mean, man. this is a great opportunity, and, and and I and I've been talking to AJ about this throughout because I'd be a hypocrite if I told him no, I don't do this because I'm doing the same thing. I'm trying to take advantage of the same gold rush that's going on right now. 
and you, know, you just don't get these opportunities. And the thing is, it, it's it's one of those low risk, high reward things that may really turn into a, a great, great thing. If it doesn't, guess what? This guy's good enough; he can work anywhere he wants in radio if he ever wants to go back to it. So, um, yeah, it's it's. I never expected it to last this long. I thought I would leave first um, because I am getting to a point where I've got a lot of other stuff going on, but. Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about the last couple of weeks, and those are all things that I can handle and still hopefully do a really good radio show at some point. It'll be different. It's not going to be the same. There's no way. Um, but we'll do the best we can to find somebody who will make it interesting. And uh, I, I'll just say this, too. Before, before everybody starts the Twitter campaigns for certain people, uh, if you start doing that, you can count on me not talking to those people. We'll just <laughs> eliminate just them. Mute those people. Yeah, but uh, but the bottom line is that uh, David Gow and Todd, myself, and AJ will work together to come up with a good plan. And and I don't know if that plan involves, hey, we'll just bring somebody else on the Blitz, or I move somewhere else on the station and we put something else there. I don't know. We, we're very early in the process because, um, well, I've known about this for a little bit. Those guys didn't. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're just now at the stage where and we've got some time thankfully because AJ's being gracious enough to give us plenty warning and yeah. um I, and AJ's has put more than 25% of his life into this thing yeah i think he should have some say into who his successor is yeah. so we're going to we're all going to work together we'll all i i mean i i you guys know i have love for this station um i i i'm i'm certainly leaving some unfinished business uh but as far as the show, I, I don't feel that way about the show. I don't feel like I'm I'm leaving unfinished business. I mean, we've been this this show has been a success. Uh, so it, it, but I, I do want I I had goals for the station that that I haven't reached yet. But I I do plan on on the on the way out trying to uh, set this place up for long term success because you know I, I I love everyone here. I want everyone here to succeed. Yeah, and and I would just say. You know, like I said, well, there'll be a lot of time to, you know, go over the good old days and all that over the next month and a half or whatever. There'll also be plenty of time to speculate on who's next. What I would just ask all of you, um, be happy for the guy. Um, giving you 11 years of entertainment, and this is great for him and his family. So hopefully that's how people will react. And, and keep in mind, like, I, I've had... I don't. I don't want to say like many, many, many opportunities to leave this place in the past eleven years, but I've had a lot of opportunities. Yeah, but we uh, both and, have actually, and it's just it's been and fun I, to keep it together. And I, I've always said it's it's like, and, and I told my wife this, and I thought we had one that was just the perfect situation. Yeah, I remember that one, <laughs> and uh, and it ended up not being perfect because they. <laughs> The, the station, they, they wanted to focus more. Like, they were, their big talking, they want to talk about soccer more than the NFL. And I said, I don't think you're hiring the right person. Uh, but not unless Glenn Davis went with you. But I, I did, I kept saying, and, my, and I told my wife this every time, every time one of these offers came up, you know, this place has been good to us. Uh, and it, it would take really the perfect opportunity for me to, to leave, to consider leaving. And, uh, and, and this is that. So, yeah, and it, I'm like, it is, uh, it, it, it's just, I, so I, I'm going to have equity in this company. Like I, I, I've, and I'm trying to sell this thing and the, the numbers 
just I, I don't think there's a person in the audience who would say no to an opportunity like this. No, so it's, uh, I, I certainly wouldn't. And it's funny because, you know, we said we've been talking about this for a while. And when it first came up, I, I knew right then, you know, yeah, this this is the one this this is one opportunity yeah. that uh, I, I couldn't ask you to say no to. Didn't stop me from trying. No, it didn't. But, <laughs> it didn't. But I mean, it, it is. You know, we and both of us have been very fortunate in the gambling world that you know now that this has taken off, and and, and the whole reason behind Sports Map Elite is all these guys. I mean, you, you look at what some of these things are selling for. I don't need that much. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it it is it's something that we're good at that we're both on the forefront of and have been for a while and have an opportunity to turn into something really big. And that's where uh, I, I couldn't, you know, I, there's no way I could tell him not to do this. I think it's just a great opportunity, and it, it's something that's going to take care of him and his family for a long time. And it's just, uh, uh, it, it's a, it's an incredible opportunity. And, this, and, hell, man, 11 years, there's no way I thought we'd make it this long. I thought one of us would be dead by now yeah. after a Vegas trip. Uh, and, you know, it's not over yet. But uh, we will, uh, you know, they'll... There'll be plenty of time over the next few weeks to speculate and talk about who might be next and and all that. But, uh, you know, we'll still, like I said, this is not anything contentious. It's not like, oh, I'm so glad to be rid of AJ and all this. I mean, we've all kind of been in this together and and continue to be and rooting for each other. And we're kind of, uh, like I said, we're moving into the same business in different genres of it. Uh, with kind of the same goals, and I think at some point, you know, there'll be some there'll be some opportunities to to work together. And, and like I said, hopefully we're going to have him on uh, once a week as our new RJ, and that'll be fun. Yeah. And so, you know, we'll still have uh, we'll still have that, and I think those segments will be great. We'll still argue over what to bet on. <laughs> I love uh, uh, Fred. AJ is your longest lasting wife. I, I'm close. <laughs> uh, actually, it's funny. Uh, who was I talking to about? I, think I was t- talking to Crate before the show, and. Um, Val and I got married probably about a month after, maybe a month after the show started. It was it when's, what's your anniversary? It's uh, June third. Yeah, so yeah. like just a month after. Yeah. Yeah. Although you know what, maybe I might be wrong about how long we've been married because I thought you came after that because I was on furlough when we got married. Okay, then I came a year after. Yeah, so you've so, been married a year longer. Uh, so I'm coming up on twelve years. Okay, there's another anniversary thing I forgot about. <laughs> but uh will aj allow the station to still use his gym of the day song absolutely not that's uh, that's going with me uh you know we may hire bun b to do one yeah good luck <laughs> good uh, luck yeah I, I, actually they may pay me for the rights to that song i'm not sure yeah, but we've paid you enough over the years <laughs> you're fine uh but yeah it's, it's so you know the I, I, do, I do hope everybody's happy for him i'm happy for him thank you uh and you know, and, and for Annie and the kids, I mean, I think this this is a, a really cool experience. You know what? I get to Vegas a lot, so yeah, we'll still get to hang out and play poker and take people's money. You get to uh, hire the same guy who trained Bryce Harper when he was in school for your boys. Yeah, you yeah. got two three hundred million dollar players on your hands now. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I'm sure that guy's probably out of my price range, but uh, you know, we'll 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 see. Yeah, the air it, is thinner up there, so maybe uh, you know, maybe you can do something, but. Uh, Who's going to do Hoffman on Hollywood? You know, we did do Falcon on Famous People. That, that maybe we should turn <laughs> whenever into. whenever AJ was gone. So we'll see. But uh, um, yeah, in it it, it it does suck. And I, I before 
yeah, I'd, I'd like to say that we've already gone pretty far down what we might do, but uh, we haven't, and and that's okay. I kind of I'm kind of expecting to hear from a lot of people now that this is available. Oh yeah, you're going to become very popular. It's going to be a very popular job, and I think uh, what we'll do is is once that starts happening, you know, there might be some surprises there. You know, somebody that we think, hey, this this would be pretty badass, but. If if not, I definitely have people in mind. There's no question. But I also I have no like I just told uh, David Gao and Todd. I, I kind of broke the news to everybody yesterday. So like the who's going to be the new PD? Like the, I don't think those conversations have even started. So um, it's TBD. We'll figure it out along the way. But yeah, I, like I said, I'm here until the end of July. Uh, so. And and I definitely don't want this to be like a uh, a bunch of sad ass episodes. No, no, we're, we're going to have so. fun. We're going to have fun. We're going to do the show the way we always have. Uh, the there's going to be there'll be a couple. I mean, honestly, I I didn't think I was going to get emotional today. And it's like as soon as you said it, I'm like whoops. <laughs> hey, this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> Even though like I said I've known about it much longer than everybody else, and and I, I knew it was going to happen. It's just it's official. I need a drink. <laughs> well, let's pour it then. Yeah. All right. Quick break. Let you guys weigh in on all this, and uh, we'll be right back. On ESPN 97.5, Real Fun Sports. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. All right, we are back on the Blitz and uh, in studio. Yes, sir. Dana White. And before we get started to the important stuff, Dana, I want to thank you for three things. First off, I mean, we've been doing this show 11 years, and uh, you might have heard it's, it's ending now. But uh, every time uh, there's been any event, you have always come on from the very beginning, no matter how famous you get. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you for putting up with all the crap and doing shows during the uh, pandemic. Because thanks to you and and you guys doing it right, other sports did stuff. And we were able to have sports. And I think we can thank you for that. I appreciate it very much. And finally, thanks for bringing the UFC back to Houston. I love this town. And you guys have been there for me since the beginning. Supporters. And uh, I appreciate you. How much of a a pain in the ass was it, like from the Fight Island stuff to like the, the Apex shows? Like how many hoops did you have to jump through? To keep business going, and and I know like these shows obviously didn't make as much money as when you've got a, a, a house full of fans. Like, is it is it hard to to keep it rolling? Well, well, well yeah, this is the hardest thing that that I've ever done, without a doubt. This guy right over, see the guy with the glasses? Yeah, that's that's my wartime consigliere right there. <laughs> he, uh, he he's one of our lawyers at the UFC, and 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 uh, you know he's the guy. Literally, he and I battled through this whole thing. And uh, 
this is going to sound a little twisted and sick, but it was it was actually kind of fun too. You know, it was uh, it was challenging. You know, I've been doing the same thing for twenty years, and you know, um, it gets repetitive. We've been the t- it's it's like Groundhog Day. Yeah. I mean, every every Saturday we do a fight. Every Monday we start promoting another one. <clears throat> so this was this was uh, unique. It was different. It was challenging. It was exciting, and it was fun. And 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 and. What happens is, yeah, we lost $125 million at the mm. gate, um, but pay-per-views that should have done 300,000 buys were doing a million. Okay. So yeah. it picked up in other areas that, uh, you know, that sort of offset the cost of gate and other things. Um, and you guys got a lot of pub because there was a good run where you were the only sport that was playing. Right. So yeah. what sports center talking about? <laughs> the, the only sport that's happening. So... I mean, your brand had to have grown, some, which, which is remarkable in that time that your brand can grow, but it, it feels like it did. It did. We're on fire. And, and uh, you know, I, I just put Glendale, Arizona on sale today. We sold out in minutes. <laughs> Jacksonville, Houston, Las Vegas, and now Glendale, Arizona. You're talking over 50,000 tickets, over $20 million in revenue, sold out in under five minutes. That's unbelievable, so, man. The business is on fire. Everything's good, and uh, you know. Well, let's, I, don't know, I don't know what else to say. It's all good. <laughs> let's talk about the card uh, tomorrow night. This, to me, I, I know that there's a lot of people who are like, "Oh, Michael Chandler, Charles, like, like Michael Chandler." Who said that? Nobody said that. I had some guy complaining, like <laughs> Chandler's had one fight in the UFC. Like that is true. Somebody, uh, well, did, somebody did say that. But listen, man, these are if you haven't been watching Charles Oliveira, he's won eight fights in a row. And you can say, oh, well, I saw that guy. This happened to him. That's years and years back. To me, Charles Oliveira is a great story of a guy who really came into this sport with zero striking. Like, he was he was a terrible striker and ate some S for it down the way and to work his way all the way back up. I think it's a great story for a dude who was 11 years into his career to be getting his first title shot. And Michael Chandler, for people who only watch the UFC, he's been arguably the best you know non rostered lightweight for ye- for 10 years right he's been the best 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 lightweight out of the UFC for years he came into the UFC actually hunter again um i was taking off on, on a flight and and uh my lawyer calls me and he says well, we're on the 1 yard line with this kid uh would you talk to him and and whatever we're, we're about to get this deal done push chandler on the phone our conversation was probably 3 minutes just the most positive you know, excited to be here, wants to be a world champion, wants to do this and that. I called Hunter back and said, give him whatever he wants. Whatever this kid, whatever is holding this deal up from happening, give it to him. And uh, from the minute we signed him, never says no, willing to fight anybody, anywhere, anytime, was the backup in Abu Dhabi, you know. And timing is everything. The way that this whole thing played out with Habib retiring and Connor and Poirier Connor loses to Poirier. Now they're going to do the trilogy. Um, it all worked out for Chandler. I, I mean, I, to me, I think this is the, this is the fight to make, and then let the winner of Connor and Poirier fight the winner of this one. And, and really, you've you've got some things lined up. And it sucks losing a guy like Habib because I, I really think that people don't understand how fortunate we were to see that dude. I I, I mean, you. he is just he was such a dominant force. And you know, John Jones, who John Jones has the one loss, which is. You know, n- nonsensical at the end. John of the day. Jones did not lose. He did not lose. Yeah, right. We had an incompetent referee that had no business during the weakest 
time of the Nevada State Athletic Commission, <clears throat> and uh, that guy robbed John yeah, Jones of an he undefeated did. record. And uh, but since that fight, we've seen John Jones pushed in a way that we never really saw him be pushed. I mean, he would like whoever you put in front of him, he just he made them look like just a guy. I agree. Which I think is just an unbelievable feat to have a career that long in the UFC and do that to so many guys and make them just look average is incredible. I I agree with you 100%. And uh, I agree with you also that we, we, you know, we the fight fans have been robbed by losing Habib way too soon. And I I loved the idea. I mean, I I would get uh, work boners every time it was like Habib and GSP conversations. I'm like, oh. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. And then I'm, I'm still cool. trying to make that. Please part. try and make it happen. <laughs> Unbelievable that would be. Uh, but so a lot of people don't realize this, but Charles is a he's got some Houston ties. And I actually trained with Charles when he was 20 years old here in Houston. Uh, we we went to the same gym, and it, I mean, obviously we we weren't always paired up because he's a tiny compared to me, but. This guy, I think that they're, Michael Chandler was saying, you know, the whole crowd's going to be behind me because I'm the American. I think when they say Charles Oliveira fighting out of Houston, Texas, I think that there's going to be a split crowd on this thing. Yeah, no, you might be right. But from what I've seen here at the, at the weigh-ins, uh, they do love Chandler here, man. They're, they're, they're huge supporters of Chandler. I think this card, I mean, obviously, you lose the Diaz-Edwards fight off this card, which is a bummer for everybody. I mean, it, if your last name's Diaz, people want to see you fight. Right. It's a it's a, a big draw, but I I still think this card is is stacked top to bottom. I, I think that it's going to to do well on pay per view. I, I think there's pe- the people who are questioning the validity of the card. I think are silly. I, I think this is one of the better cards in a while. I honestly. have people who do that every weekend. You know what I, I mean? They're used to it. <laughs> there's some cards that are for you and some cards that aren't for you. you know, I think people g- want Conor McGregor to fight every week. <laughs> But you know what the good point is? I do a fight every Saturday. So yeah, eventually we'll do one that you like or is up to your standards, whoever you are out there that talks shit about the card. Oops. Sorry. That's sorry right. about that. He'll okay. take care Show's of that. over now. anyway. Right? You guys <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> outside of... <laughs> this is what happens when you start playing this a radio show. Outside of the main event, what's the fight on the card that you're most excited about? Outside, I mean, if if you say outside of the main event, you got to go with the Tony Ferguson. Fight. Yeah, you got to you got to go with the co-main event. Um, you know, uh, Darius has been talking uh, lately that he's upset that he isn't getting the respect that he deserves in the UFC. He felt like he should have, um, you know, uh, had one of these type of fights sooner. Here you go. You get the co-main event spot on the second. Um, you know, full capacity crowd sellout fight. Uh, you know, back since COVID and. Um, you, you know, you, you get Tony Ferguson. So tomorrow night is his night to show the world who he is and what he's got. The uh, you know, Oliveira was kind of in the same boat as Dariush now, and I don't know if anybody's stock jumped higher in one fight than Charles did against Tony Ferguson because he didn't like. You could say maybe Gaethje, maybe it's a, a fluke or whatever. Like Charles Oliveira beat. He beat Tony Ferguson up for 15 minutes. Like he dominated him in a way that we've never seen, and it elevated him into a title fight. I think Dariush is is just like that. I think he's a guy. If he has a, a, a great showing tomorrow night, he's going to be in this conversation of of elite 155ers, right? Yeah, I agree with you 100. Um, percent You know, some guys take longer than others. You know, Chandler walked into the UFC, but the guy had a ton of credentials coming in. That's why we signed him. Um, 
and, and things just worked out for him. I mean, even Chuck Liddell, if you look at a legend like Chuck Liddell and think about how long it took him to finally get a title shot, uh, it wasn't overnight for him either. Um, you know, just takes some guys longer than others. How much does it help a guy like Alex uh, Morano who stepped in on five days last week and goes in and gets a knockout, obviously local guy? What does that do for his career with you guys? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, obviously, anytime, first of all, I told you guys the sport's on fire right now. So yeah. more people are watching than ever before. So, uh, you, you know, when you, when you can go in and perform and do great things in front of more people, it's, it's, it's obviously uh, very big for you in your career. The, the other guy that's kind of the, the buzzy name in Houston these days for the Houston MMA scene is a guy named Derek Lewis, who, in my mind, is, is the only guy who should be fighting Francis Ngannou right now. He's already beaten him once, although it was probably, I mean, you probably agree, one of the worst fights in the, in the history of the UFC. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, I, it was one of those fights that everybody was so excited for because you have these two massive dudes who are knockout artists. There's no way this fight can suck. Unless they don't throw a punch. <laughs> yeah. and it's tough. We, we were wrong. But I, I, I do think that that's that's the fight to make. And, you know, I, I think Derek has done enough to, to earn that shot. Is, is that what you guys are pushing for? I know that the John Jones thing seems on hold. So what what's holding up that fight from happening? Yeah, nothing. Nothing's holding that fight up from happening. And you're right. You know, obviously John Jones... Um, we got out there and said, listen, I, I, I want to fight heavyweight. I want to do this. I want to do that. Um, we haven't come to terms with, with, with what he, uh, what he wants to be paid to do it. But at the end of the day, he's not a heavyweight. He's the light, he's the light heavyweight. Um, that's where he's fought his entire career. Derek Lewis is a heavyweight. He's one of the best in the world. Just came off another good showing and deserves that shot. You're absolutely right. And that's the fight we're going to make. How far off do we think we are from that? It'll happen this summer. Okay. Yeah. So it's not as far off as it, as there, as it seems to be, I guess, right. just because there hasn't been any word about it. Uh, I want to ask you about, like, who are the guys, as we see Habib walk away, we, I, I assume that, that John Jones has got to be, you know, getting – the way he talks, it seems like he's getting close to, to wrapping up what he's doing. We see Anderson Silva say he's done with MMA. I, I want to know, g- give me a couple of guys who you think are the next – mega stars of this sport not not necessarily the guys who are champions now but is there a guy on the roster who you think in three to five years we're going to be talking about this guy is is the biggest the biggest deal right now it's hard to it's hard to say who who i think is going to be a mega star i mean there's certain people like um conor mcgregor when when i first went to dinner with him that night i was like i don't know if this guy can fight or not but if he can even throw a punch this guy's going to be a huge star (laughs) Um, you know, those type of people, you can tell right off the bat, you just don't know how they're going to perform or, or how they're going to do. But, you know, we, we, we have a ton of kids right now that, I mean, look at Sugar Sean O'Malley. Sugar Sean O'Malley came in on the Contender Series. That first fight on the Contender Series, six million people watched that fight. So he, he, he became super popular very fast. Um, you know, now, now he's in here, kids got to win some fights. Lost to Cheeto Vera. Bounced back, had a good showing after that. I mean, that kid obviously has the potential to be a huge superstar. But there's so many things that have to align for a kid to become a superstar. I, I mean, and Habib, I'm sure, was the most unlikely superstar. I mean, it's true. You know, and, and, he, and he's worked out. But how, who's like, are there guys who you were like, this guy is a for sure star, and then 
in the cage. It just didn't work his way. Oh, I mean, there's been 20 years of that. <laughs> um, but, you know, you know, Marvin Vittori. Yeah. You know, Marvin Vittori uh, early on fought Adesanya to a split decision. They're both completely different fighters than they were when they faced each other the first time. Now this kid, if he wins, he beats Adesanya, he'll be the first ever Italian-born um, world champion. So I think that he has the potential to, to be a big star should he win. Um, but a lot of things have to happen. What's it? What's been the the? I mean, the catalyst behind the African movement into the UFC? Like it? It's, I mean, it seems like five six years ago it was like the first African on the roster. Now it's like half the champions are from Africa. Like, what, what did the? Do you, do you think that the sport just grew as the UFC was growing there and they started fighting? There's some bad dudes over in Africa, and and um, this whole pandemic thing set me back. But you know, you heard me, you know, a year and a half ago telling you how I was going to build performance institutes in Mexico. We had the land, and the whole deal fell apart before we got, and then COVID hit. So thank God that didn't work out the way that it was going to. Um, but I'm still, I want, I want to build performance institutes in Mexico. I want to build uh, one in Puerto Rico. Uh, I'm looking to build some over in Africa now, and we're looking to take live events to Africa when that's able to happen again. And, yeah, we're, we're, we're just going to keep cultivating talent in these places. I mean, some of the, the baddest dudes to ever walk the face of the earth um, have come from South America, you know, whether they're Mexican or Puerto Rican or Cuban or whatever it might be. And then uh, there, there's some bad boys over in Africa who just don't have the opportunities over there. Francis Ngannou is building a gym in, in his hometown. Um, we're we're going to start poking around over there soon and looking at where we could pop up a couple of performance institutes and uh, start training some of these kids. Uh, we got one in China. And that's obviously another hot spot as, as yep. well. Uh, it, so Sunday night after the UFC, or Sunday afternoon, I guess, you're going to be at the uh, the Fury fights doing the, uh, the I guess, the, the looking, for a, looking for a fight. Uh, are, are, are there any guys on your radar that you're like, okay, I can't wait to see this kid fight? No, so when we go into these situations like looking for a fight and um, the Contender Series... I don't look at any of the... You don't know. No, you're, I don't want to know going blind. Yeah, I don't want to have any type of, uh, you know, oh, he trains with Matt Serra, or he does, you know what I mean? I go in there, I, I, I watch the fight, I read the crowd, I listen to uh, the interview that they give after the fight, and I take all those things into account on, on who I pick. So I like to go in there not knowing anything. How's that worked out for you? Like, do you feel like the the looking for a fight and contender series? Obviously, the the shows have been successful, but do you feel like you're you're getting the right guys from this thing? Because it's sometimes it's hard to tell off one performance. Like, I mean, there's going to be times where a guy has a bad night that's really good and you pass on him, or a guy who's so so who just looks good one time. Like, it, what's what's your hit rate been with that? Do you feel yeah? Like? No, it's been really good actually. Um, you know. I mean, what would you say the percentage of Ultimate Fighter and Contender Series guys and looking for a fight guys is on, on the board every week when we make fights? That's wild. Right? So over 50% are, are, are guys that, that, that come in and, you know, first of all, they have great records. We watch where they've come from, who they fought, and then the ultimate pressure cooker. You have to come in and you get to perform one time and fight right there. And not You're not fighting, you know, any chumps you're you're fighting yeah. the the other best guy in your weight class that we found in this yeah. country you know um so 
it, it, it's worked out really well for us. It's been huge for the business. What's the uh, the status on the Ultimate Fighter? Like, is that going to go back into regular rotation again? We're, or we're, we're filming right now. Okay, yeah. we're filming a new season of the Ultimate Fighter right now. It's been good so far, and then um, you know, so between you know, eleven world champions have come off the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, um, and nine of them actually won the show. There's a Houston kid on this uh, on this season. Ricky Tercius is on on this season. Uh, but it, I, I'm curious, like, is it, is it going to go back? Like, are you guys waiting to see how this one fares before you uh, commit to doing it further or no, are you guys committed. back to it? We're committed. We're back. Yeah, we're back. Um, you know, so we got looking for a fight, the contender series and the ultimate fighter. I mean, we're just going to be cranking out talent. So one of the, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, and I know it's, it's a big issue here in Texas. Do you care if your fighters smoke weed? I mean, it's because obviously here it's. I mean, Adrian Yanez, a, a local kid, w- was trying to get a fight with with Costa, and he was like, "I can't fight in Texas because I, I use medicinal marijuana, and they'll they'll suspend me and and ban me for it." Like it, it, it seems like every state should kind of get on the same thing as as far as that goes. If if the company doesn't have a problem with it, it seems like. No one should have a problem with it, but we're seeing guys get wins taken away for this. Is this something that you like? You see changing down the road? Yeah, I, I think it will. I mean, it's changed a lot already uh, since, since uh, the early days, but um, it's something that we're trying to stop and trying to get away from. Yeah, I, th- I think most sports are right now. I think a lot of them are. NBA too. It seems like there's there's bigger things to worry about. Yeah, I. Okay, so he's saying Nevada's Nevada's already headed that way, which is a good sign because typically most of these athletic commissions kind of follow their lead. Yep. So, exactly. uh, so, so hopefully that that'll that'll all be fixed soon. The, uh, the the other thing I wanted to hit on with you was the new the newfound popularity of these ridiculous boxing matches <laughs> uh, between YouTube guys and and Ben Askrens and and <laughs> Nate Robinson. Like, I understand there, there's there's only so many pay per view dollars out there, and all you know, boxing and MMA, they all compete for sort sort of the same piece of pie. This can't be looked at as I mean, as sports. It, 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 does it frustrate you that that people are just putting on these these events that aren't really fights <laughs> that that are making this much money? No, and they're not making that much money. They're they're lying with, 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 about their numbers. Um, these guys are listen. They're doing they're doing decent for 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 uh, you know guys that that aren't really known and aren't really fighters. But they're they're not pulling big numbers. They're not pulling the massive numbers that that they make people think that they are. And the the thing is too with a lot of these YouTube the the, the people that follow these YouTube kids they don't pay for anything. They steal it. Um, and one of the reasons that these guys like UFC or MMA guys is because. MMA fans pay. Yeah. <laughs> MMA fans are used to pay and they pay. Um, and there's always going to be a market for this. I mean, if you did something where you two fought uh, another radio station here in Houston. Oh, I thought we were going to fight each other. I was, I was up for that. I was going to sign on. <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> there would be a, a group of people that would want to see that and that would show up and pay for it. And that's always going to be like that. Um, you know, but but it's never, it's never going to be anything that's going to threaten uh, a, a real company like ours or any of the real like like canelo and and things like that you know what i mean they're going to do their little thing until you know it goes away it doesn't bother me at all 
The uh, listen, would I love to see this idiot get knocked unconscious? Yes, I would love to see somebody knock him uh, into the middle of next month. But it won't be any of your guys. Yeah, it's not going to be any of mine. And they've they've said, and you guys dealt with this a while back, and I'm sure you still deal with it to this day. That with the pirating thing, they put out this big threat. You've got. You've got two weeks. If you, yeah. if you give us our 50 bucks, we won't burn you. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, dude, the boxing and the UFC yeah. have been going after this for years and years. And, like, you're, your startup isn't going to catch all these, these pirates. Exactly. You're not, yeah. not going to be the one who And that's exactly them. what people who, who steal do. They bring you back. You're, you're, oh, you're yeah, stolen I'm sorry. property. Yeah. yeah, that's what You really do. scared me with yeah, that lawsuit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Changed my yeah. mind about it. Good luck. It. Good luck with that. Uh, I know since the the UFC's gone public, uh, there, there's a lot of a lot of fighters now saying oh, I own some stock in the UFC. How much yeah, How much have you seen awesome. of that of fighters uh, jumping yeah, no, in to buy I've, some of the UFC? Just on social media, I've seen guys talking about um, owning stock, and a lot of a lot of um, people who've been, been involved in the sports, whether they're uh, they're um, sponsors or whatever it might be, have been talking about that they bought stock. So it's fun, man. Everybody gets to gets to have a piece now. How, uh, as, as far as what, you know, you guys did Florida and, and, and now you're doing Texas. You said Arizona coming up next. How is Texas as far as, you know, with COVID restrictions, how, how tight are things here? And awesome. It is it, it better than what it is in Vegas, I assume. Awesome. Yeah, Vegas just opened up today. They're getting okay. rid of the whole mask thing today in Vegas. So um, I, I loved being here. First of all, this is one of those towns that's been good to us. We've been here seven or eight times in the past. Great hotels, great restaurants, great people. Um, always been super supportive of our events, and 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 here we are again. And it's nice. I couldn't wait to get here, and uh, you know, just like Florida, have some normalcy. You know, go to a restaurant. You know, not not have people looking at you if you don't have a mask on. If you have a mask on, good for you. If you don't, good for you too. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. I love this town. I love Houston. I love everything about it. And. Good to be back. How many? Uh, I mean, obviously, there's some states right now that you can't even think about doing shows in. You like, you can't even consider it because it's everything's too restricted. I mean, is it possible? You know, by the end of the year, maybe you guys are back in Texas. Very possible. I mean, if this stuff doesn't start opening up, yeah. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll be all over, all over Texas and all over Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, we'll down, take you. So. We'll take you. What's it been like for you? I mean, I, I know you know when I was talking to the PR people today, they're like, "Well, Dana's got to get tested." And how how many tests are you taking any given week leading up to an event? I took two tests this week. Um, I was tested before I flew here. Um, I tested. Oh no, I test three times. So I tested. When did we fly here? Wednesday. Flew here Wednesday night. I tested before we left Wednesday night. When I landed here, I tested. And then I just tested down. So what we've done is our fighters were trying to keep in a bubble mm-hmm. so the guys don't fall out catching COVID. Um, but the rest of us are all, you know, living normal lives yeah. and doing our thing. Yeah, I've got, I'm going down to the uh, the hotel and, and get tested after this so I can uh, go to the event tomorrow. So, I, I mean, I guess that's just part of it. If that's the worst pain in the ass you have to go through to, to have these shows, though, I guess yep. that, that um, makes it worth it. I'm all about it, too. Let's... Let's make sure that the athletes, you know, are, are, are kept in a safe place so that they don't catch COVID and the event has to be postponed or, you know, whatever. Well, I wish I could tell people go out and buy tickets for UFC 262 tomorrow night, but you're, you're SOL unless you were in the first two or three minutes of that thing. But uh, check it out on pay-per-view ESPN+. Plus. 
Uh, the only place you can get the pay per view. So so do that. Watch the fights. Uh, watch Houston shine, man. It's going to be a good night. Uh, always appreciate your time. Always appreciate you coming in, and, and really appreciate you bringing the fights back to Houston. It's always a pleasure, man. Thank you guys for the support. Uh, I, I really appreciate you, and thank you, Houston. We love you guys. All right, that's Dana White, UFC President Dana White, UFC 262 tomorrow, live on pay-per-view. All right, we're going to hit a, a long overdue break. Uh, we'll see you guys in a few minutes. Yeah, speaking of breaks, I have to tell you about new breaks. And uh, guys, you know what? You could be watching the fights at home, and new breaks will come and fix your breaks. You don't have to go to a, you don't have to go to a shop. You don't have to go to a dealer. Uh, you can just sit here and uh, sit in your house, or if you're at work, you can do that. They'll come to you. They're 20 to 50% more affordable than shops and dealers. Newbreaks.com. It's N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com. You mentioned ESPN. They're going to get 10% off your service. You're going to get a 24-month, 24,000-mile warranty. Everyone who uses them says the same thing. Super nice, super fast, and uh, they, they even will tell you if you need to get something else done, but they will only do your breaks. That's all they do. Newbreaks.com is N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com. Mention ESPN, 10% off your service, and they will get right back to you within a couple of minutes. And you're going to get a surprise-free repair quote. They're not going to, uh, whatever they tell you it is, that's what it's going to cost or less. Newbreaks.com, N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com. Mention ESPN for 10% off. That's Newbreaks.com. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Brought to you by Zada Jewelers. KFNC and KFNC HD2 Mont Bellevue, Houston.